1: Hey everybody, welcome once again to the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined as always by Raj Geary. Mr. Matt Morgan will be coming along here shortly. And tonight we're going to talk about Money in the Bank 2017. A night of uh, interesting finishes to the matches. A night of some solid action. But all in all, I mean, Raj, give me your thoughts. What did you think of the pay-per-view?
0: I thought the finishes kind of ruined it.
1: Um,
0: You know, I thought the main event was really good. Um, Again, I, I thought... You know, I think a lot. You know, Baron Corbin was the favorite; people expected him to win. But you know, on a night when you did all heel finishes, and then he just backdoors into it, which you know they always do that with the heel winning. But it just made it. It just made the whole night, I I think, seem lackluster. But the main, but the matches, I thought four of the matches were actually really good. It just uh, the finishes just hurt it
1: yeah so we'll uh talk about all those I mean let's start talking about the pre-show and the match the hype bros making the return to the ring against the colognes um what'd you think of this tonight um uh,
0: yeah I, you know I kind of thought I kind of thought they might go with the breakup with Zach Ryder and, and mojo yeah. um you know it was it was it was fine what do you think I, I, I gotta admit that you know I wasn't paying the most attention to it
1: <laughs> uh, I watched the entrance and I was like okay they got a good pop you know it was like people were happy to see him back um I thought the match was all right I you thought thought was pretty predictable that they were going to give them the win I mean it's kind of funny that the tag the tag division on SmackDown is now I don't want to say it's hot but there's a lot going on in it all of a sudden
0: uh is there
1: well yeah I mean okay so look at this we've got like three three tag storylines going now you know, yeah, not
0: really. It. I would. I wouldn't consider the Ascension and and Breezango a real story. You know, uh they're just bringing in you know a tag team to lose to angle But it's not. I mean, it's. I guess it's something. They're on TV.
1: So. Yeah. Poor American Alpha, just sitting in the back, going, "What? Ha- where did we go wrong? We left NXT for this." Yeah. They could be going against the Authors of Pain, just in a great series right now. Had they stuck around and stayed, but no. They had to go to the main roster to get completely forgotten. Um, yeah, I thought the match was okay. You know, I think uh, they don't have anything for Mojo as a solo singles guy. I mean, we saw that. I mean, with him, you know, giving tours backstage to kids. That after the Andre Giant battle royal memorial, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing for him as a, as a singles act. It's,
0: it's, I said it then. You know, yeah. it was just uh, it was, it was just something to get to get uh, Gronk on TV and it wasn't something to build somebody. And I feel like they're, they're doing that so much nowadays where it's just, did you read that Kevin Eck article?
1: No, no, what was that about?
0: So he's a former writer and he talked about how little planning goes into picking the money in the oh, bank. Winners. yes,
1: I did see that quoted, yes.
0: Yeah, so, um, and, and you just kind of see it from year to year. They just kind of throw someone in and uh, as opposed to using it to really build uh, the next star
1: yeah well i'll tell you i do feel like there was some thought going into it tonight it seems with corbin that and, and with carmella by the way i mean that, that's why they were both my realistic predictions for this because it could be used to build their characters more and build them as heels more um so I, it's in that sense i think they did good tonight now granted the way they gave that briefcase to carmella i know is getting a lot of uh angry reactions from people online but... and, and, and if you're
0: doing it to, to corbin like getting you know putting you know uh gosh man this pay-per-view got me tired but <laughs> but you know if you're putting the rocket launcher on him uh then have him look more dominant and not just sneak in and win it you know As, yeah. like every other heel if he's this big badass heel and you want to push him like that have him uh you know after he knocks aj and knock him right down you know hit him with a couple finishers and 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 then go from there what's that matt hey you guys
1: Hey, good to see you, man. So what did you think of tonight's pay-per-view?
0: Um,
2: I liked it. Um, I really liked that last ladder match. I just uh, annoyed Baron Corbin one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill builds that heel heat, right?
2: I don't know if that's good heat. I, I don't know. He, he's good, and he's improved, and he's continuing to improve. But I don't know. I, I really – I don't know. Sami Zayn would have been cool with it. Um. AJ, I don't know. I guess AJ can always get a title chance anytime, right? Um, I don't know. I just didn't like. It's just like he seems like he, out of all that, all those guys in that match, he was just like the least headline type of guy, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens with it. Um, let's let's start talking about the women's match tonight and its controversial ending. So, ending aside, Matt, what did you think of the women's Money in the Bank match itself?
2: And really annoyed with that finish, and <laughs> double annoyed with the crowd. Yeah, cheering, cheering for that loser.
0: Yeah, uh, you know they've run this video package about how historic this match is, and and how his, yeah. you know, they've they've been talking nonstop about these women making history, and so you're building it as this historic thing, and then you have a man, not just a man, but a job guy of a man. Uh, be the yep. one that causes the finish and not just that he's the one that reaches up and grabs a briefcase so no no woman in the first ever women's uh money in the bank ladder match actually reached up and grabbed that briefcase so i just thought that was just you're getting a little heel heat extra heel heat for carmella and, and james ellsworth but if you're building something as historic what isn't the integrity of that and, and granted i know this is wwe we're talking about but isn't it more important to actually make that mean a little something more than a little extra heel heat for Carmella and and Ellsworth?
2: And that was argued in the creative meeting. I'll bet my freaking left nut on it, okay? And then some genius goes, "But that's the whole point. You're not understanding. That's the heat,
0: right?" Yeah, <laughs> and, and I would
2: slap the shit out of that person.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's just it it, it just. It just shit all, shit all over uh, that concept, I thought. You know, the, the the first ever women's
1: ladder match and
0: to, to do, do that kind of ending.
1: Yeah. No, especially because people are very invested in the women's division. On SmackDown, people were really looking forward to this. And yeah, it's not the issue with Carmelo winning, but in that video package, when we see this, we're going to have to see again and again, the footage of Ellsworth reaching up and grabbing that damn briefcase. Uh, It's a real way to put a damper on the moment, but. Question,
2: question, question, question. question. St. Louis is a very wrestling savvy audience, generally. Um, Not like Philadelphia, but they love their wrestling. Um, Yeah. What does that say though, guys, that they were cheering for Ellsworth? Does that tell us that they're bored with the women? Does that tell us they don't respect the women? Does that tell us – what does that tell us?
0: Well, I will say this. When they were running that package with the women talking about, you know, making history, first off, when you overdo that – and I know, you know, that's what they're trying to do. But when UFC brought in Ronda Rousey, it wasn't just hitting your head over the fact that it's the first woman. They brought her in, and they treated it the same way they treat, like, a, a men's fight, you know? And it happened, and the, the media is the one that really pushed the, the first UFC women's fight aspect. We, and, and Ronda Rodney.
2: We don't have that, though. You
0: know what I mean? Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and so anyway, they, they run this video package. And I'm just thinking, and I'm like, you know, these women are booked the same way as they were before the women's revolution started. They yeah. have better matches now, but they're just, you know, before the women's revolution wherever whatever, they were just all clumped together week after week. And that's what they're doing now, and so it's true. especially on SmackDown. So it's not like uh, there's been gigantic strides. They put them on last on a pay per view, and, and you know, put them in steel cage matches and stuff now. But that's about it. They, for all the progress they made, a lot of it has uh, kind of eroded. Yep.
1: yep, absolutely crazy. I mean, it was a good match up until that finish. So we'll see what happens. also kind of weird that you have, I mean, from a creative point of view, then you have Daniel Bryan tweeting out, like, this is bullshit. You have Shane McMahon tweeting out, like, we're dealing with this. I mean, it really goes to show that it's like, I don't know. I mean, just that it it feels very much like, yeah, this was a Vince thing or someone in Vince's ear um
0: well they're tweeting it out in storyline
1: no i I understand that i understand that but it still just seems so strange the disconnect when you have talent like getting outraged by it um this was just
0: one of those endings that ruined the match it it didn't just bring a damper i thought i thought it ruined it
1: now if this has been the second or third i mean look people have been pointing out this online in defense how many times has the maurice won something for the miz but to have it be the first one and build it up as this historic thing that's where it's just like man you know one step forward, two steps back. Kind of crazy. Um, okay, so second match of the night. Okay, so Carmella got money in the bank, uh, women's money in the bank, so we'll see what happens there, and that'll be addressed Tuesday night on SmackDown Live. Um, next match of the night, the Usos defending their title against the New Day, this ending in a countout with the New Day, essentially or with, uh, pardon me, with um, the Usos essentially walking away. Matt, what did you think of the match aside from the finish?
2: Weak finish, yeah. Um, pay per view as a whole, I thought I had a lot of weak finishes. Now, now that I'm really now we're good, we're walking through it here, you know. Um, good match though. Until that, you know, the, it's a good matchup. I don't, I don't know if I'm the only one who sees this though, but um, my guys, the fashion police, they're the most over tag team on that show. <laughs> um, they're they're hilarious to me. What's his name? Um, what's the dude from Boston? Um, the dark Johnny, what's his name?
1: What's his uh, name? Yeah, Fandango. Fan formerly Fan Johnny
2: Curtis. Yeah, Johnny Curtis. He's hilarious, yeah. man. He's got, he could be so much more, so, so much more. He's got great timing with, he's just hilarious to me. But then when he gets in the ring, he's awesome. I, I just think that the, I, to me, they're the best tag. They're the most entertaining tag team right now.
0: I thought, well, I don't know.
2: <laughs> new days old to me. I mean, I know it's on a new show, new, new, new paint, whatever. It's still yeah. the same old joke.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I, I that being said, I thought this was a hell of a match. I thought the Uso, the Uzos looked aggressive as hell. There were some miss miss spot, you know, spots. I think the ref botched a spot because he, he counted three that one time, right? And then yeah. they they said it was two and three quarters or whatever.
2: Oh, uh, really? He's gonna get a ton of heat for that.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was. I mean, it was close, but it's it, it seemed like he made the three count before uh, the kickout, but. Yeah. And then there was a spot where Big E was going to catch him. You know, one of the Usos off the top rope for the big ending that got missed and he picked him up and did it again. But again, just it was just like that last match, the, like the opener. Hot match, crappy ending where they just walked off. And at this point, I'm like, why didn't they just pace this a little differently and move this match later on in the show so you don't have two crappy finishes? And then it's like, well, you kind of had a bunch of crappy finishes. so You couldn't really, <laughs> you couldn't really do that. <laughs>
1: it's very odd. Uh, and Battleground's what? Five weeks away? Six weeks away?
0: They didn't even right. air a promo for that, right? No,
1: no. It was all Great Balls of Fire. We'll, we'll talk about those uh, promos in a little bit. Okay, so the SmackDown Women's title match. Lana challenging Naomi.
0: Real quick about the Great yeah. Balls of Fire promos. Did you notice they kind of uh, they kind of got rid of the shaft on the, uh, <laughs> on the logo? <laughs> it's just the balls get- now with... Uh,
2: the word, the word, balls too.
0: Yeah, because you, you you've noticed that, right, Matt? Where it's like the, the original logo was, it was like a, a Franken beans. Yeah, yeah. So the shaft has been eased out.
1: That promo with the the wrestlers reading the lyrics, I mean, was so ridiculous that I I really enjoyed it because I mean, it's just it's just beyond stupid at this point.
0: <sighs> Man. Yeah.
1: Matt, what was that like when you were there? Where, how many times did you find yourself in a situation where you're like, really, I have to, with a straight face, do this on camera? I mean- My whole stuttering
2: character, how's that? <laughs> 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 the, uh, one night, I just F-5 Big Show in yeah. Minneapolis. Crowd went ape shit. Up until then, uh, did, up until this point, Brock Lesnar is the only one who ever picked him up. This was before Cena did the F-U on him. And I'm the only second person at the time to do this. So it's a big deal, right? Mm-hmm. And end of the show, it was a bonus clip that if you've got the DVD, you can see this. Um, me and Carlito cutting a promo, or Carlito's cutting a promo, and I'm next to him. And uh, they're talking, Josh Matthews is interviewing me about like what I just did out there. And I get stuck on m- 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 Matt, my name, right? Or something <laughs> like that. And the whole show is supposedly going on while I'm stuck on this word. Until finally the show's over, like we're talking an hour and a half later. And it comes back to me with the lights off in the locker room, Carlito's left, Josh's left, and me finally getting the other, you know, Morgan out of my mouth or something like that. It was so
0: ridiculous. (laughs) And not just that, you have these, so you have have this promo with these, and and it's like, these wrestlers, oh, they're having a good time. This is fun. You know, we're having a great time. But (laughs) does, does that make you want to see it? And then you do things like the Lesnar Joe pull apart. That's got like 5 million views on YouTube. And it's like, you know, why not just have that be your promo? Just these two guys wanting to kill each other. And that just keeps it going in your head and makes you want to see it. The you know, them singing and having fun does not, you know, affect me 1% in wanting to see this pay-per-view.
2: It doesn't draw us in, but in their minds, they're a three-ring circus. And to their credit, they kind of are, all right? That's the clowns, all right? Joe versus Brock is the strong man or, or whatever the, the main draw of a or... circus is, right? Whatever the main draw of a circus is, is those two. And these idiots are thinking, like, we got to give everybody everything. So they're playing to the small, a much smaller demographic than they think they are with them with them singing and acting like goofballs like that. But they think in their head, there's a demo that they're touching with that. Now, they're going to love this. We've got to be different. we got we to offer something different for everybody.
0: Right. And it's, it's like, it's like but when you
2: do that, you kind of cancel out some of your other stuff. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
2: You know what, what 90% of the crowd, in my opinion, is into. I could be wrong. I mean, who knows? Yeah.
1: No, I think it's also that they had to pay money for the title and they had to pay money for the song. So they're like, we're going to get every last cent out of this.
0: Or they could just w- rename exactly- the title.
1: Then you don't have to pay
0: money for the song or the title.
1: Yeah, of all of all the songs to pay money for, (laughs) right? They had to. Jerry Lee Lewis has the has the name trademarked, so after they announced it, his lawyers contacted them, and that's that's how the whole deal came together. Uh, And they
0: own Great American Bash. They could have just as easy called it that, and it's a much better name with tradition and history, and wrestling fans like it. July. Yes, exactly.
2: Perfect. Yeah. It's a good call.
1: Any any WCW pay-per-view name would have been better than this. Just you
2: know, there they we had be been... a lot of good pay-per-view names.
0: They did.
1: They did. They, had...
0: they, they didn't <laughs> keep any of them.
1: Even, you know, <laughs> I would
2: say, I would say better than WWF, actually, now that I think about it, really think about it. They had some really cool names.
1: Yeah. Bring the slamberie back, man.
0: That was cool. Yeah, at the time. and Starcade at the time was cool. At least, and at least there's enough tradition oh, wow. in it that you could keep it going, and and it means something. I, I don't know if it does anymore. I don't know if they've killed it already. But you know, Halloween Havoc, it was a good seasonal thing in in October. They
1: they had some yeah. cool ones. Yeah, well, we got great balls of fire. So, uh, <laughs> Here's something sure. funny? Yeah, Howl- hey,
2: go for hey, it. Hey, really quick, this is this is this is worth me bringing up. Um, The listeners will laugh at this. Do you remember Halloween Havoc when there was like in the commercial for it, there was like a little midget when they're all like not they're all like um like banging their beer on the on the tables, chanting something. I forget what they were chanting. And there's and then it's like you spin the wheel, do the deal or whatever it was called. And there was like a midget with like a patch on his like a patch over his eye. I was scared (laughs) (laughs) of. Yeah, he he, he, he spooked the
0: out of yeah that was the sting jake roberts uh spin the wheel make the deal promo right
2: uh-huh. i'm scared of midgets
0: <laughs> by so whenever you see hornswoggle me. backstage you're like taking off
2: <laughs> i don't think i've ever met hornswoggle yet oh yeah
0: <laughs> wow. well, I, you know try to coordinate it so you don't have to
2: yeah <laughs> keep my distance. I'm going to keep my distance. Like I- I- I'll like Jim Cornette and Vince Russo. I'll make sure I keep my, there's like a buffer between us. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Solana versus Naomi tonight. Matt, how'd you think Lana looked in the ring? Uh, I think this was, you know, she's,
2: a, Is that a rhetorical question?
1: Yeah. I'm curious to get your opinion. Look, here's my take on it. I thought she looked like when she beat down Naomi Wednesday after the or to last Tuesday after the match, I thought she looked great. Her entrance looked great tonight. And then she started to wrestle and it was like, oh yo, she's not there yet. Like, but up until that point, I thought she looked fantastic.
2: She's she's right where she should be at with her with how much training she's had, you know. Um that it's a shame that whole time she was managing Rusev that. She wasn't in the ring consistently. I know she was, but not consistently.
1: Yeah. She did a lot oh, of NXT house shows like in Lakeland and around Florida.
0: Let me ask you this, Matt. You've, you, you, you've seen this. I'm sure you've seen this before where wrestlers think uh, or guys think they're being put in a position to fail. And in, in a weird way, it almost seemed like that's what they were doing with Lana. Um, like somebody and because first of all, You know they haven't even worked live events with each other. And you would think they're wrestling each other for the first time. Lana hasn't wrestled on the main roster in a year, hasn't wrestled a singles match on the the main roster yet. So her last matches are a month ago in NXT. She's not working live events against Naomi, even doing tag matches where they can practice spots and stuff like that. Then she has to go out and do a long match. I mean, this felt like – I know it wasn't 20 minutes. It was probably like – 10 but it, it then she has to go out and do a long match when she's never had a singles match it almost felt like uh, she was being put out there to fail by someone
2: I, I don't I don't know what they feel about her I mean you know better than I would um but uh, it I've definitely seen that before and people would argue like people in creative that that go on to leave the company will defend the company tooth and nail and say things like, why would we do that? We want, we want, we want to make as much money as possible. And if somebody can help us make money, we're not in a situation where we can put people out there to, to, to purposely make them fail. I think that's bullshit. I think that company has, I don't know if they still do, but they have, I know when I was there, they did. um, They did think they were good enough to to forego on a lot of good talent for whatever rhyme or reason to set them up for failure. Yeah, I, you know, what I mean, I can list ten guys like right now off the top of my head that should be main event act and are not even in the company. Um, you know, but you know, such is life. I, I do, I do, I do think, in a way, maybe she is, but I, I don't know. Like, doesn't she do movies for them and a bunch of PR? I just assumed that maybe they'd like her because like how pretty she is and. That's Vince's
0: type. Yeah, I mean she's I mean, she's been in the doghouse with them before several times. but it, I mean, I, I, I would almost think it, it's not well, I guess everything is Vince's call, but Vince would you would just think he would know better and, and he would be if he's really trying to protect her, he first of all, he should have been she should have been working with Naomi over the past month yeah. uh, at live events. Definitely. And, and second, you don't book this to go that long. And you really try to, try to hide it. But I thought it just made her look terrible. But you can't blame her that much when she's not ready and she's put in this weird position.
2: No, I, I agree with you. She was not given all the tools possible to, to, to do what she needed to do in tonight's match, especially for as green as she is. And that's why it raises that suspicion that you're talking about. I agree. Yeah. But at least.
1: And it would have been one thing if they would have put her in a, maybe a program with Natalia or even Becky or someone that, I mean, but Naomi, I don't think her strong suit it's, is carrying someone through a match, you know?
2: I, I think a lot of it too, though, guys, is maybe she's really horrible. Mm-hmm. And they were banking on the element of surprise. Like, like how Lana's a huge star for them. She's pretty. That kind of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if they, I don't know, maybe they're looking at it that way. uh no.
1: Yeah, I don't know. So Naomi retained. Um, yeah, could have been. I, I thought the buildup to this was great, but yeah, the execution uh, subpar. So after that, um, Mike Bennett and Mar- Maria Kanellis made their uh, debut doing a promo in the middle of a pay-per-view.
2: Can we, speaking of being set up, talent being <laughs> set up for failure. Yes,
0: that's what I thought as soon as I saw this. <laughs> Another
2: example of it. I'll argue this to my deathbed. When I was there, they did it, and I wasn't sure if they were doing it anymore nowadays because they desperately need talent, but um, apparently not.
0: Yeah, uh, I, th- I thought. Uh, there's
2: no way he can get this over.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, do they need more campy comedy? And, and when you're bringing a new guy in, is it, it you know, just campy comedy? Obviously, you know, I'm. I'm Sure, a lot of guys, most guys, maybe most guys don't think there is anything wrong with uh, a man taking a woman's last name, but in WWE land, you know that they they consider it being, uh, you know, whipped, and that's the uh, that's
2: yes, you're a, you're 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 effeminate, you're lesser of a man. Let's make no mistake; that's exactly what it what what they're thinking. You know, it is
0: yeah, and that's right. that's their that's their thinking, and so that's and when you're given that gimmick coming in. Uh, it's an uphill battle,
2: it is. I'm hoping his work can fix it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, they tone it down. I don't know. See, then how do they tone it down? Maybe they just stop saying Canellas, maybe after a while, you know, and it's just Mike, 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 and Moran. Then they drop the Canellas crap,
0: it's just Mike. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean. If they find a creative way to bring his actual name back, Bennett, I don't know. But they are really married, so you, you do kind of book yourself in a corner a little bit. Anyway, I, I just thought it was uh, – I, I was excited to see. I, I, I'm a big fan of Maria. I'm a big fan of Mike Bennett. But when I saw this, I was like, man, this is, this is rough.
2: I'm not a fan of Maria. I'm a fan of Mike.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: I lo- no, I love Maria. I know Maria from OVW. Good, great, great girl. very very respects the crap out of the business i just i don't know her voice annoys me
0: (laughs) but she was i thought she was really uh did some of her best work in impact wrestling and roh as as a heel you know because she was supposed to be a heel and and so i thought i thought she did great there so uh we'll see
1: yep i'm sure there will be more tuesday hopefully we don't have to hear that song again again and again and again and again and again and again That was... uh, I'm
0: sure I'm sure that's their entrance.
1: The entrance music's been on a roll lately, you know, with CFO, and this was just bad. The music was bad. And I like a lot of bad music, but this was bad. Um, So we're going to talk about the title match, Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal in a second. I want to give some quick love to the sponsor of this episode, DDP Yoga, DDPY. You've heard us talk about it. You know all about the great results DDP Yoga has given WWE superstars, guys like Nick Foley, AJ Styles, Chris Jericho, the list goes on and on. And now you can benefit from DDPY by taking advantage of our special offer. You can get 25% off the DDP Yoga Now app or the DDPY DVDs for 25, 25% off, and that includes three months of full access to the DDP Yoga Now app, or you can buy a or combo pack at 25% off, get 50% off the second one. Head on over to ddpyoga.com slash inc. That's ddpyoga.com slash inc. to take advantage of this incredible offer. We thank them for sponsoring the show. You know what a great sponsor they are. They've shown support for Wrestling Inc for, well, longer than even I've been here. And I'm telling you, you look online, you see all the stories, people turning around their health, turning around their lives, losing weight, improving flexibility, improving their heart using ddpy and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc
2: hey they've been there longer than
0: you have yeah as a sponsor yeah
1: Yeah. longer than me i'm coming up on a year uh coming up on a year
0: yeah i think it's a year how long
1: am i coming up you're right after me man i think you joined uh, about what two or three weeks after i did maybe
0: yeah i think you're july i think yeah Damn, time flies.
1: Very cool. That's, that's pretty cool.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah, totally, man. Um, so Jinder Mahal tonight defended his championship against Randy Orton. Matt, what did you think of the match?
2: Um, First, I just, before we get into it, I'm going to give my Jinder Mahal, sp- not, not my whole gender speech, <laughs> but uh, um, the steroid accusation speech. But I am just going to make a side note. I got a text message from the owner of Nutrition Solutions, the CEO. His name is Chris Cavallini workout freak i've known the guy for years he works out with seamus if you go on his instagram account you'll see him work out with seamus frequently as well as um, raj is apparently what gender's real name is mm-hmm. so you guys were right i didn't know that because i don't know gender personally and he was telling me you know identity of what this dude's workouts are and how ridiculously strict his diet is so i was i was correct in, in how he's got his look and what he's doing because this kid would have He's a good dude. He's a good dude, but I know him better than Jinder does, and he would have told me the truth on the side. So, um, again, Jinder is very clean. So, with that said, um, hope, they, hope, hope the internet haters, uh, you know, suck on that and uh, quit hating on the guy, uh, physically speaking. That said, tonight's match I thought was, honestly, it was fantastic. Randy, no, we were talking about how you always say, Randy, when's last time you said good Randy Orton match? Tonight, we saw a good Randy Orton match. Watch how much energy Randy put in this match. He was putting his foot on the ropes, literally mm-hmm. telling Jinder where to work next. It was it was perfect. It's exactly what a veteran should be doing with a younger talent. And you could tell Randy is very dialed in right now because I don't know if they're the best. They're good friends. I just know Randy believes in him, obviously, and it shows in the work and what he gives them in the ring. Um, and Jinder right where he needs to be for everything. Love the spinning toehold. Love that. Um, Love some of the old school stuff. He was whipping out tonight. I really, I thought it was really uh, apropos. You know, it was very, very well done. Um, Working the leg guys is very boring because it limits the baby face. When the baby face has to make the big comeback at the end, the baby face can't do much because they got to constantly sell the leg. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times guys don't like to work the leg because of that. So um, they pulled out a hell of a match, all things considered. And as usual, Randy beat the holy shit out of the
0: same.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, and ping pong went off the table.
0: Those guys just must be pissing their pants before each pay per view, <laughs> you know, knowing, knowing okay. what they got to take. But I agree. I thought this was Orton's best match in a long time. Definitely. Um, I, I like the old schoolness of it. You know, you know the whole dives argument. You know, there was nothing, no dives, nothing fancy, but it worked and it was just that old school story of the heel really attacking that leg and being vicious and, and the baby face, you know, trying to overcome it. And, and uh, I liked that. I liked how they did the spot with his dad at the end and him flipping out. I didn't like that. They pretty much did the exact same finish as they did last month where Orton beats up the Singh brothers, gets in, takes jinder's finisher and is pinned. I thought I was hoping that was were, a little lazy. Yeah. I was hoping they would come up with something a little different um but that being said i thought the match was really good
2: could have been cool hey sorry you guys are breaking up a little bit what would have been cool if if he slid, if he rolled back in the ring and Jinder went to go get it randy gets out of it KO, but Jinder holds the ropes randy bumps feeds back up eats gender's finisher yeah yeah you ever see a guy block a dd oh I say. Cause you ever see a guy block a DDT where he holds the top rope while the other guy lands on his back trying to give the DDT to him? I'm sh- it's a pretty cool way to block a DDT.
0: I feel like I've seen them do it with the RKO.
2: Yeah, maybe once. That's what I would do with for the RKO.
1: Yeah, hold the
2: top rope. Randy front, Randy back bumps, feeds up right into gender's finish. It's a, it's one more little layer in there that I agree with you that
1: it needed.
0: Yeah, yeah. but it was, it was a good match. It was solid
1: great great performance on behalf of Randy and Jinder now i mean in my mind he's i mean main event heel all the way yeah. after this
2: tonight there's nothing about there's nothing about his act in my opinion that is not main event heel seriously yeah. he has no holes in his game right now to me at first i thought his over the top <laughs> faces would be too cartoony but it's working i don't know it's working
1: yeah yeah So, uh,
2: God, what did you think of the buildup though? How cool was it when they showed all the different, uh, uh, Hindi TV channels, uh, uh, covering, you know, the, the upset win and it was awesome. I thought that was great.
0: Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it definitely makes him seem like a big deal. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I agree. I think gender has, you know, I've always, you know, I haven't always, but I thought he's had the look. My argument's always been just how quickly they moved him as opposed to doing more of a buildup. But um, he, he, he does have that, you know, he does feel like a much bigger star now, for sure.
2: I mean, I, I, at one point I would have said, we haven't seen anybody as champion that's less than him. I, I hate to say that word, um, or, or, or I don't know what the word would be, um, but more, you know, I, I think it suits him
1: yeah i want to see him versus cena i'm hoping that we're going to get that for battleground or summerslam i think that'll be a good match if someone has to defeat Uh,
2: it american john cena Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) but it works though it'll work at this point with the build though i really think it'll work
0: I almost yeah I don't know I, I I'd give that spot to AJ since Cena's a part timer I I do Cena I'd I'd have the Cena versus gender match but gender squeaks by and you know cheats and wins and then you then you go to AJ and and then it just makes it that much more that gender just beats Cena too and yeah and, you know and AJ's around he's over as hell 100%. or Nakamura either you know either of those guys but I think if you want to do the whole American uh, finally getting the title, then AJ's the guy to do it.
1: Yeah. Okay, so we have a surprise match tonight after Jinder won. Uh, Brazongo figured out who uh, beat them down on SmackDown, and uh, surprise, surprise, it was The Ascension. So Surprise, surprise, it's The Ascension. (laughs) (laughs) If you couldn't tell from that videotape with the silhouettes that looked remarkably like The Ascension, it was indeed The Ascension.
0: There were some people that thought it was the authors of pain. I was I was like, they're not gonna debut the authors Vers- of pain
1: Vers- Vers- versus the authors of pain <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: please do that feud. I want to see that feud so bad
0: and, and would- a lot yeah because a lot of uh, the younger fans on Twitter too thought that the Paul E. reference uh on his phone was Paul Ellery
1: <laughs> no paul e dangerously right man. yeah Ellery. no of course Come
0: on, Good. Come on you fans. <laughs>
1: Watch the Paul Heyman documentary on the network. It's fantastic, but great footage of uh, 80s Paul Heyman on the old yeah. cell phone. Um, so, yeah, The Ascension, I mean, look, they haven't had anything to do in a while. Uh, I think this was notable because Brazongo got a pay-per-view win. can't remember. I don't think that's happened before, has it?
0: Uh, didn't they get No. Nah. Right, yeah, it was on SmackDown where they they traded victories and then got beaten yeah it was was something like that but yeah yeah Yeah, it was a quick
1: match it was what it was poor american alpha though like what is there for them to do what did they do tonight nothing Nothing. (laughs) absolutely nothing so it's like we've got tonight we saw i mean between the pre-show every tag team in the division was involved in the pay-per-view tonight except for american alpha so i mean and with the Ascension, I mean, I don't want to say you're scraping the bottom of the barrel, but when the ascensions got a pay-per-view match and American Alpha's just not even mentioned. Okay. You know?
2: Okay, here's something I'm going to explain. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to teach you. Yeah. Jim Cornette taught me this. I don't know why this is breaking up and so slow. I apologize. My Wi-Fi sucks.
1: You're coming through fine.
0: You look fine. Yeah, it's on our end, end, it looks good.
2: Slow. Um, what I was going to say was, um, Cornette taught me there's a saying, and it's called you know don't get any you don't want to get any on you. And what that means is <laughs> when the company sees you as a guy that could potentially be a, a main event star or something bigger than they currently are, then what they're doing with you, you to be on TV in certain scenarios because it can hurt you more than it can help you. Hmm. American Alpha is of a tag team than to be fed to this crap. Hmm. Um, if you will, so in, honestly, the truth of the matter is, and I hate to say this cause I like, I like, uh, I thought that's when they were in NXT as a tag team, but th- that, that was just them thrown out there just so those guys can have a tag match and go over on somebody. There's nothing yeah. more than that. They were treated like job acts tonight and you, you don't want American alpha in that spot. Trust me. American alpha is just fine. Not being a part of that mess
0: no that's a that's a great point what different. what if you did but what if you did this you had american alpha come out and just beat the hell out of them and that's it they just turned heel beat the hell out of them and and then at least they're on tv you got a another tag team feud and you're doing something that's different. yeah but yeah, yeah i agree as, as a tag team just coming out to lose to them there's no way in hell american alpha should have been in that spot yeah
1: well we'll see what happens tuesday on smackdown maybe uh they'll get in on one of these storylines so The actual big main event tonight. Real quick.
0: I I, I did want to mention this. Um, Those backstage interviews are so freaking terrible. What's her name? Uh, Dasha. Is that that Dasha or Charlie that's doing them on?
1: No, Charlie's on Raw.
0: Okay. Where where they they do the interview and then they just look off into space. (laughs) You know? Like they just have this look and – it's just so unnatural and so bad they should, you know, like any other sports, they cut back to the announcers okay. and, or do something where the, you know, mean Gene is, says back to you and they just look into space. It's just so I'll awkward. You, I'll,
2: I'll give you, I'll give you one, the same exact thing you're saying. Go back. Uh, the fans listen to the show or watching whatever go on YouTube and type in Matt Morgan's. I, I don't know what the search engine would be. I think it would be like stut- first stuttering promo. It was my debut, my stuttering debut on SmackDown before I went out and crushed Zack Ryder. It was um, a pro- backstage pre- uh, promo where the guy was interviewing me and Vince is behind the camera and all my pre tapes. And because he, it was his character. So long story short, he, I was like looking at the interviewer. And he's like, no, 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 look over here. And he would like take his hand and he would like go, with it you know what i mean and want me to like look over like that you know
0: mm-hmm.
2: so pretend the cameras on me right now and i'm talking yeah. i'd be like this i don't know if you can see my yeah. eyes or not. yeah you can see my eyes i'll be like this the, inter- <laughs> the interviewer guys is like right <laughs> no seriously this is worth it the interviewers right here or i should be looking at him right yeah but no i'm doing this i'm doing this <laughs> morgan is gonna <laughs> it's so un- you want to talk about unrealistic, unnatural? I never understood it. To I me, mean, why do we do this? Do you know what I mean? Why would I not be looking at the, the the little shit interviewing me? I mean, I would every once in a while when I drove a point home, but then it was back to pondering again. Yeah. <laughs> in mid speech and Vince was so set on it and he not just me lots of guys
0: I mean, he thinks it's dramatic or something understood. but no it's just, yeah it's like you said it's unorganic unrealistic no one talks like that
1: uh, oh,
2: oh. but know. a lot of people do it
1: yeah I don't know man but yeah those segments uh, leave a lot to be desired so Money in the Bank ladder match AJ Styles versus Dolph Ziggler versus Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kevin Owens Uh, during his entrance Baron Corbin attacks Shinsuke taking him out for the majority of the match but Matt what did you think about the action here and how do you think it compared to last year's Money in the Bank match
2: I don't even remember last year's Money in the Bank match what does that say (laughs) Wow.
0: same Uh, here who won last year who won
1: Last year, Dean, and he cashed in the same night.
0: Was that last year? I okay, thought that I was two years that. ago.
1: Right. Nope, Anyways,
2: no, it was um, last year. Yeah, it was last year. Predictable as far as uh, Shinsky coming back out, mm-hmm. but a good kind of predictable. Sometimes predictability in wrestling is good. Hulk Hogan, we know he's going to Hulk up every night. That predictability <laughs> is good predictability. Shinsky coming out and making his, you know, spirit of whatever the hell it's called, 1792, whatever the hell the saying is called, coming out all bandaged up and screwed up. Um, awesome baby face stuff, right? And the crowd ate it alive. That's what was great about it. Um, some guys really got over tonight, I felt. First, I felt Sami Zayn got over. Then I felt Dolph got over. Um, I felt Shinsky definitely got over tonight as a baby face, finally. Um, more than just his music, even though they were singing it well into his, uh, you know, comeback there. Um, he, I I really felt, made a connection tonight. People saw the fire in Shinsuke Nakamura, finally. Um, and you cannot, you can't deny that. He made the connection with them emotionally tonight, mm-hmm. and it was great. And then the stuff with him and AJ, and the crowd being in AJ, you know, versus Shinsuke, it was such great storytelling. The storytelling of this match was remarkable, guys. It really was off the hook. Um, and then it got all fucked up by Baron Corbin winning. <laughs>
0: <Lenny. laughs> <laughs> yeah, me and me and Glenn were talking a little about, a bit about this before you came on because I'm like, look, if you're if if you want to go with Baron Corbin, and this is kind of what I said in the past with Jinder Mahal, if you want to go with them, give him a little more, make him look like a threat as opposed to they just backdoor into it. And you had a heel heavy night. It was like heels won every match except the Naomi match, which was, which was terrible. Yeah, and Carmella like came off as the biggest star in that match with you know, that little angle that they did. So, um, yeah, it was just kind of more of the same. It just felt like you're you're trolling the fans. At least you, you want to do something with Baron, then have them look dominant at the end and win and just mix it up. But it's just the same stuff they, they do every time.
1: Yeah.
2: He's improved immensely Mm -hmm. for a big guy, man. I'm impressed with his uh, moveset. Actually, he's very smooth. Like to catch AJ in that spot, it looked like it was a fuck up, but it wasn't. It was him being smooth as silk, catching AJ, spinning him around, chokeslamming him on that ladder. That wasn't easy to pull off. The deep six on Dolph was money. Like the timing of his, of his, I don't know what the, what the saying, what the word would be, but his timing with his big power moves is excellent. It might sound basic and simple to fans, but it's not. The bigger you are, I promise you. I'm not saying the more uncoordinated we are, but it is harder to time certain moves and that dude is athletic as hell and, and, and he's got a hell of a future. But there's something that's off with him still to me. And it's not him being new. You you touched on they need to do more. He doesn't need to just people from behind. And then that's yeah not it's not even it's not even I can even consider him a bully. Bully heat, I don't get that from that. I get pussy heat from that. You know what <laughs> I mean? Not and not in a good way. <laughs> You have, to, you have to be careful when you're when your guy, why You know what I mean. You, you, you do. Um, it's it's got to be it's got to be done very delicately. It really does, because there's sometimes no coming back for, from it from a big, for a big guy. Big guys you got to be careful with, with how you book them. Um, what I was gonna say was um, he also needs to do something with his hair. His hair just keeps it just keeps sticking out to me in every match. I keep looking at it going, dude, he's getting closer and closer to having a skull it. Well, a long-haired skull. <laughs> I shouldn't be paying attention to that. I shouldn't be paying attention to that, or the fact that he's wrestling in a T-shirt. Yeah. I yeah. Thought, why is that? Why am I focusing on that? You know what I, mean?
0: I agree. I agree with the hair and the T-shirt too, especially when he didn't have that a while ago. He kind of which I'd never heard the term sculler.
2: <laughs> he, he's got badass tattoos. He,
0: he, Wait, what'd you say, Roger? I've ne- I never heard the term skulllet.
2: Oh, uh, half mullet.
0: No, I I, I get it. I get it. I think that's great. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know what you do with it because I think he'd look worse with a shaved
1: head.
2: I was thinking the same thing. There's got to be something they can do. I don't know what it is. But then with his shirt, it's like, dude, just get in better shape. You got some like coolest looking tattoos. You look different because of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I they, think they cover it up. That's stupid.
1: It was uh, a little bit of a meme in the internet wrestling community for a while. Because he used to be a bigger guy and he lost a lot of weight. And there was this meme that between his nipples and his belly button, it looked like a sad face. But the way he lost weight in his stomach, it looked like a, like a frowny face. And then he started wrestling in a shirt. I kid you yeah. not. That's what it was. Uh, but he he looks better. He looks better. I mean, look, he carries himself fantastically these past couple months. I said this a couple of podcasts ago. He looks like he belongs there now amongst these guys as his peers. He doesn't look like an NXT call-up anymore. I don't get yeah, it. I, I, I absolutely...
0: No, he doesn't look like an NXT call-up, but I didn't... He does not look
2: like an NXT call up but, he, but i did he yeah. does not look like an nxt call up He's improved immensely, but I did not see him as any of those guys' equals tonight. I did not.
1: Mm. I just don't know what, how the cash-in uh, storyline with him is going to be interesting. You know?
2: Let's hope he's the first to lose
1: it. No, two people and, have lost before.
0: Yeah, Damien Sandow and, and, and Cena. And and two, in, in a way, Ken, Ken Anderson. Uh, but yeah. Um,
2: Damien Sandow
0: won it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's kind of crazy to think about now. But boy, yeah.
2: Bigly really, really screwed him, boy. He was talented as hell.
0: No, that's one of those guys that they uh, – he was hot and then they just cooled it off quick, threw him in a freezer yep but um but yeah Um, i mean that was the show
1: (laughs) (laughs) i like that they gave shinsuke that little showcase segment there and i think that's the only thing that was missing so last year's match was memorable because um owens and zane did their ring of honor ladder orama contraption and they gave them the showcase last year to sit there and powerbomb each other through horizontal ladders that they set up um this year i felt like didn't have the huge spots, but I thought it was a very solid match.
0: Wrestling-wise, I thought this show was pretty good. Go ahead, Matt.
2: The guys were much more talented in this year's ladder Mm -hmm. match. The guys guys all have great timing, great finishers, and they strung together everybody's false finishers there toward the end perfectly. Um, And again, this pretty... Big bumps. I mean, Jesus Christ is being mean, chokeslam on the ladder. Ain't no picnic. Um, yeah, <laughs>
1: there,
2: there, there was a few in there. I mean, sure, there was no Jeff Hardy jumping off the top of the roof, but
1: no, there he, was the sunset flip power it, bomb Zane did uh, to Ziggler. That, oh yeah, that was great.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's no, get I it. With that. It was a re- it
0: was a really good match, and I loved it when it when it came down to AJ and, and Nakamura there for a bit, and uh, you know, I agree. I again. So, so heel heavy that you, you didn't really give the fans any finishes that they wanted. And sometimes you don't do that. But um, yeah. with, with this pay per view, I, I thought that, it, again, with the women's ladder match and, and this ladder match, there are ways you could have done it. Women's is easy to figure out how you could have done it. The men's, <laughs> if, again, I said, you know, like I said, if you want a Corbin winning, just don't have him backdoor into it and come up with another cheap finish.
1: Yeah. I mean, all in all, it wasn't a bad pay-per-view. I just think that a lot of these endings really let out the air at the last minute of it.
0: I thought the endings made it a bad pay-per-view except the the main event match was awesome. But Mm -hmm. I I thought overall, I I wouldn't say bad, but below average.
2: Like, like C minus.
0: Yeah. Like a C minus.
1: Wow. Well, great balls of fire two weeks away.
0: And again, this TV. Ugh, I, I was. So I've been in. That. I've been in Jamaica this past week, and oh. I missed Raw. I missed SmackDown, and <laughs> i missed, watching the show, and I felt like I didn't miss anything, you know. And I, I really could have missed SmackDown the last few weeks, and I, I don't think I would have really missed any developments in this show. So, other than Zack Ryder and, and Mojo Rawley, but other than that, um, nothing's happening on TV except for like the, the first week after the the first night after a pay per view. Right. Or the, did, the week after.
1: Did you guys watch Talking Smack this past week with Shinsuke's 10-minute interview?
0: I, I didn't watch any wrestling this week. Okay. I
2: Horrible. Thought, I thought that hurt him, so, uh, hurt him so much.
1: It hurt him, but the dude was sitting there fluently talking about these subjects. Now, I agree it wasn't in character. So is it that he's having trouble remembering the promos, the scripted ones, and that's why every time they give him a scripted promo, the delivery, it seems like it's so hard to understand him, and he's... Awkwardly working his way through it, but off the cuff, talking to Renee about surfing. No, I thought he sounded great. No, that
2: wasn't good. How many times did you hear him say, "Okay, okay, okay"? That's that's when Japanese do that. They're, it's like, um, like Italian. You know, they've never worked in Italy. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, they're they're stalling. They're stalling to recollect
1: what they're trying to say. In English. I get that, but he seemed more it's comfortable. They're, they're he seemed comfortable. Is what I'm saying. As a Not person. to me. Why, why, why
0: put him out there Raj, for 10 minutes? You know yeah, I'll, I'll check it out. But it
1: was, it wasn't.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: So, Daniel Bryan's back Tuesday. So, everyone that's worried about SmackDown, we got something to pin our hopes on, maybe to tune in this week and see uh, if they can course correct a little bit.
0: Um, I, I'm guessing they don't undo the, the winner, but they'll probably have Carmella have to defend like win a match to keep that money in the bank, uh, briefcase or something like that.
1: Yeah. We'll see. Who cares?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I did catch the Samoa Joe, uh, Brock Lesnar brawl. I saw, I watched that on YouTube while I was out there. That yeah, was that the was one thing. That was the one thing people said that I should watch. That was the only thing that last week.
1: <clears throat> so we'll see. Um, other big news this week, John Cena's a free agent. It's gonna go back and forth between SmackDown and Raw. This is an attempt to uh stoke the what? ratings. Yeah. Free agent John Cena.
0: Well, in their storyline. But yeah if if there is a, if this is just a storyline that ends up with Cena back on SmackDown, I then I like it. Because I I do wanna see more of the like the brands competing for for the guys and you know make it more of a storyline about uh you know getting someone but if this is a way to just put John cena on both shows then you're really starting to hurt the brand extension already and uh, if it's a way to get John cena back on raw then you're killing smackdown and you're, you're turning smackdown way into the b show even though it's kind of it's it's clearly been the b show for for several months and I think people say smackdown's better every week uh, out of habit it hasn't been again I didn't watch this last week but overall it's been better than raw but only because of that three hours versus two, it hasn't been. It's been overrated for a while. Yep, in my um, opinion.
1: On a kinder note, Southpaw Wrestling looks like it's coming back for another round. Story's been making the rounds online. When? We I have not seen a date, but supposedly they're shooting soon.
0: Yeah, Cena said. Cena said. I think uh, in an interview that they were going to do more with it. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, sometimes wrestling. less is more with some of that stuff. So if they are able to keep it up, I'm all for it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is the
2: WWE. I ride. need more Tex Ferguson. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, yeah, another Tex Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's it's better than uh, Luke Gallows right now. I feel bad for where they're at right now.
1: Oh God. Um... So, uh,
0: another thing. It looks like Seth Rollins.
1: Right? I bet you. I. I
0: might what? Uh, looks like Seth Rollins is going to be on the cover of WWE 2K 18. Who cares? It's a huge deal. It's the first time like they're uh, going with like one of the current stars in a while. Like they've gone with Stone Cold uh, last That's year hard. was Brock Lesnar. Sting. Um, yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, so uh, it, it,
2: probably the last
0: CM Punk is probably. uh, I'm trying to think of who else has been on the cover since CM Punk. That would be like a full time guy. And CM Punk was that 14, 15,
1: 13 or 14? Yeah. So it's 14 uh, was. uh, Call this up. 14 may have been. It's tough to tell because there are all these alternates. So uh, CM Punk was uh, 15.
0: Okay. And Daniel Bryan.
1: Why don't we
2: take some fans' questions?
0: Take some fans' questions. Oh, no, 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 real quick. But do you think that's a, it's a weird choice because I mean, the, the, the video game is, you know, is a pretty big deal uh, in their marketing and everything. Do you think it's a weird choice that they chose Seth Rollins over anybody else, especially considering how hard they push Roman Reigns uh, and, and, you know, and the other guys that they have that they chose Rollins?
2: No, I think it gives, I, I think they feel like maybe give Seth that little bit of a lift that he needs. Um, But if you remember, they don't book around it. The only thing they've ever booked around it was uh, Goldberg. don't book around who's on the freaking cover of it or not. You know what I mean? I could see them, Seth bragging. No, he's a babyface now, so he can't be bragging about it. Would have worked better if he was a heel. But it's not going to be, like, implemented in a storyline or something. And I know what you're saying. You're saying, does this mean bigger things for Seth Rollins? Why not Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns is getting booed out of buildings not boot out of buildings, but what fifty-fifty split, whatever it is. Um, maybe they feel people wouldn't buy it because of it, which I think is foolish because I, th- I still think people are going to buy it no matter who's on it. Yeah.
0: But they, and also Get with home, but, but, but also with two K, they do those badass promos with the cover guys. You, you know, like if you remember uh, with Lesnar going to Suplex City and and the ones they did with Sting with the orchestra and all that. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting.
1: It'll be cool for Seth. Yeah. Oh, and Punk was uh, thirteen, by the way. Rock was fourteen, All Cena right. fifteen. Um, so let's take some questions. What do we? Oh, wait, wait,
0: one more thing. Okay. Uh, Conor McGregor and Floyd May- Mayweather. It's uh, it's official. It is. No thoughts. Well, you gonna watch it?
2: Oh, I I thought you, you guys are a little bit behind uh, on like when I hear you guys are a little bit behind. Oh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. You want my thoughts real quick? I I think that um, Mayweather is going to dodge him the majority of the match like he does in all of his boxing matches and eventually, obviously, win. Um, I'd love to see McGregor knock his little ass out, though. Um, I just don't see it happening.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Um, Yeah, I I can't watch fights live, which is so weird. (laughs) I'll just –
2: have you ever watched Mayweather fight, you guys? He he's he's super to me. He's super boring. He's fast as lightning, but all he does is I shouldn't say all he does, but he doesn't really punch that much. He just does all he does is evade, 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 yeah. evade, and it gets boring. That's why people, so many people, want to Pacquiao to whip his ass, you know?
0: Yeah, I've watched a, a bunch of Mayweather fights, and there's been a couple that I thought were actually exciting. And, and usually they're all – because mm-hmm. most of the times they're they're what you said. And, I mean, when w- with Pacquiao, we had a, a party, and mostly people ended up playing poker during the fight just because it was so freaking boring. But Connor is enough of a personality that yeah. it'll be a weird sideshow freak show. And uh, and he'll
2: be talking shit the whole time. Yeah. He'll be talking shit the entire fight, which is entertaining to me.
0: Yeah. But if Floyd feels like he, he could just take Connor, which – he should be able to. Uh, I don't know if he'll just be going in for the kill, which he never does, or if he's still going to just run around the whole fight. So uh, That'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's a mismatch. It is interesting. But it is interesting. All right. there's a let's, now, now let's go ahead and get to some of these questions. What do you like? Will Braun return during Roman's announcement tomorrow night?
1: Oh, yeah. That's tomorrow.
0: I th- I'm... I'm guessing he I, will.
2: I saw Braun in my gym this past uh Thursday.
0: Oh. How did he look?
2: He's a free he's a he he was telling us that he lost something like sixty pounds and he's 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 down to three forty. <laughs> humongous.
0: You mean he lost whole, sixty whole pounds? Level
2: humongous. Like.
0: You mean he lost sixty pounds like I'm, in just the last month? while he's been out no he
2: lost another no 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 no. like um i I think from when he first started with them is what he was getting at since he's been injured as well um i don't know how much he lost but he says he's leaned out um he looks good he looks good i'd be i I, he's he's ready so i i i definitely expect to see him tomorrow night yeah Um, and if he's not it's because of storyline
0: yeah He's supposed to be at the next pay-per-view, so whether they keep him off a of TV until then? How, how long do we got until Great Balls of Fire? Two weeks?
1: Two weeks, there, give or take. Let's so, see. Yeah, they could. I would keep him off. Yeah. Yep. What else we Keep got? him off. Smart. All
0: right, so a lot of.
1: Three weeks from tonight's Great Balls of Fire. It's uh, July 9th.
0: Uh, do you think with Cena being a free agent that this will open the door for more free agent spots? No, they just need they need a ratings bump bad. Last week, the lowest rated Raw, which they were against the NBA Finals, but that's not like the first time that's happened. Uh, but that was the lowest rated Raw in history. Um, SmackDown last week was just a tad above 2 million viewers, which is what they were doing before the draft, uh, before they split the brand. So now they're going back to where they were before they had complete separate rosters and everything. And you know, when they weren't live and they were a taped B show. So I think they just, they, they feel like they need to get as much out of Cena and, and those ratings as they can.
1: Yeah. Let's take one more. What else do you uh, like?
0: All right. All right. Here, here's one for you, Matt. Should Samoa Joe go over Brock and, to bring the title on Raw, their title is on Raw, kind of, but basically, should Samoa Joe uh, beat Brock?
2: Yeah, yes, absolutely.
0: The current plan is uh, supposed to be Lesnar beats Joe, that's done, and then they go to Braun Strowman for SummerSlam. Y- you think they should change those plans?
2: I do because now you're beating two potential monsters. You're beating Joe, who can afford the loss because he's talented enough to make to come back from it. Joe just needs a good showing versus Brock Lesnar, a good physical, badass Samoa Joe, undefeated Samoa Joe look to the match, if you will. Right? If he can, even if he loses, he'll still come out a made man. don't worry as much about Joe if he loses. If Braun Strowman loses, the mystique is gone. He cannot lose, so they're booking themselves into a corner. If they want to get to Roman versus Brock, right at next at the next WrestleMania, is that what they're trying to do?
0: That was the plan at one point, yeah.
2: They've got to change those plans, dude. If if you're going to screw Joe and you're going to screw Braun Strowman,
0: unless you have Braun win, see what I'm saying? Yeah, but unless you have Braun win, okay. What, what would you th- who do you think, think would be the would be better Joe choice to Brock. beat Brock right now? Do you think it'd be Joe or Braun if, if, if you had to go with one of those guys?
2: I could see okay if I'm the company, I would say me knowing what's what my opinion, what is best for their business, <laughs> I would say someone with Joe because Joe will be able to work have good matches with everybody uh, at the top. Right, Everybody in the main event scenario, he will make better than what they were before the match started. That's a very big component of being a champion, at least it used to be, um, especially as a heel. That said, um, they put a lot of equity in the Braun Strowman, a lot of equity. So with that, I could see why they would pick him to be the champion, the one to beat Brock, because they put so much time into him. They made him into this you know, unbeatable monster. For, for the better part of the year. So, like, I could see them putting the title on him because of that. Why, why stop now? Like,
0: hmm. it's
2: – I would put it – again, I would put it on Joe because in the long in the long run, they can do more. Like, Joe could wrestle Braun. He could drop it to Braun later. He can make Braun look like a million bucks before it happens. Um, he matches with everybody. He matches with everybody.
1: That makes sense. Well, great balls of fire. Three weeks away. We'll see what happens. So uh, tomorrow night, Monday Night Raw, we'll be back here to discuss Roman Reigns' announcement tomorrow uh, and all the other shenanigans that go down on Monday Night Raw for June 19th, 2017. Uh, join myself, Matt Morgan, and Raj Geary back here then. Uh, Matt, anything you want to plug before we take this home?
2: What announcement?
1: Uh, Roman Reigns' announcement tomorrow night on Ra- on Monday Night Raw about his intentions. Oh, so
0: interesting his summer slam plans right or yes oh uh, uh, yeah
2: nothing to plug
1: huh? what oh nothing to, cool okay sorry just cut out for a second uh b- perfect so we'll be back here tomorrow night on um, behalf of myself mr matt morgan and mr raj Geary, we thank you for tuning in to the wrestling inc podcast i'm glad rubenstein and until next time we'll see you back here take care